everyone, welcome to the show. For the past four years, Experience Milwaukee has shared the behind-the-scenes stories of everything that makes Milwaukee amazing for listeners in more than 40 states and 30 countries. So much of what Adam and I do on this show is made possible by our sponsors, Few Spirits, Indeed Brewing, Cost Stereophones, Bitter Cube, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, and the Big White Yeti Candle Company. We're grateful for their support and for you, our loyal listeners. And now, let's get on with the show, starting with opening music from Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater. Jay Matt, the founder and host of Hashtag MKE, and to me, Milwaukee is underrated, but up and coming. Adam, hi, how are you? Hey, man. We got Jay Matt here. Yeah, we do. Hello. Uh, In Jay- the building. And In the building, indeed. <laughs> We're going to get to who the hell you are, but uh, first of all, like, what in the world is going on with this Red Bull stuff? Oh, you heard about that. We did. We may have seen. <laughs> we may have seen. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun little thing that I'm doing. Uh, Red Bull invited me out to be part of Flute Tag, which is a human-powered flying machine, handcrafted kind of vibe uh, happening in Milwaukee for the first time July 16th. That's right into Lake Michigan? Right into Lake Michigan from Veterans Park. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's oh going to be an all-day thing. They're trying to get, like, 40,000 people to attend. So, like, if you've been missing outdoor events, this is one that you'll want to attend. It sounds pretty crazy and wild. Yeah. I mean, if you've never seen the videos, I definitely encourage you to look it up because it's been a thing with Red Bull for maybe a decade or more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. YouTube has them all. Yeah, it's it's fascinating to watch and to think that that's coming to Milwaukee. Yeah, even if I wasn't asked to be a part of the event, I would want to go and check it out. So, what's your role? Uh, I am an official judge, along with Donald Driver and a couple other people. Some other Whoa, no names. Oh, yeah. no rubbing biggies. elbows with Double D, longtime Packer, Packer. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Dancing with the Stars winner, <laughs> Donald Driver. <laughs> Only Adam would know that. With, no, we, it's really That's funny. We just we <laughs> just talked about this this weekend because not somebody a, mentioned not, Donald not Driver. We, me, uh, Adam no, 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 else. no, no, not, no. No, uh, friends of mine and I. Yeah, uh, his and uh, we so we mentioned that we were talking about Donald Driver this weekend, and somebody said, "Oh yeah, it was so cool when he won Dancing with the Stars." I was like, uh, "He is a Green Bay Packer wide receiver." Thank you <laughs> that very much. comes first. Yep. Yeah. What do you have to do to prepare? to be a judge in this event uh you know uh, i did do it on my own i read all the contest rules so i i know what i'm really supposed to do uh and then i like i don't know i just i think it's gonna be super casual i assume okay uh i don't know we'll find out closer to the event uh i've never been a part of this event before but uh it's it sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun and it's from the, some of the videos that I saw online, um, it's just kind of chilling and watching a bunch of people per- perform. I think there's like uh, 30 seconds per group, don't quote me, uh, that they get to do some sort of um, showmanship. 
sort of style because there's yeah. four people on the ground crew, which is basically my assumption is four people sending the flying oh. machine. And then there's a pilot that rides in the contraption and oh, sees boy. how far they can soar across Lake Michigan. That no, thank you. Are you gonna have like a are you gonna have like a shtick as a judge? Like are you gonna have a a, a card a white t shirt a white v neck t shirt tucked into right. your a breast pocket <laughs> a little red flag. Yeah, yeah, or or just pull a card out and go wild card and give them a perfect ten or whatever. I am like fascinated that. to find out, like, do we have scoring cards or something mm, massive? Because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a, the the deck that they're jumping off of is a 27-foot, like, deck of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know where, like, the judges are going to be stationed um, in addition to, like, the deck. I can't imagine it's the same level. It's got to be off to the side or elevated. I don't really know. But uh, we'll all know a lot more come July 16th. Yeah. I was going to say, when we show up and see <laughs> you have to, Yeah, you have to show up and see how it goes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Quit guessing, I love it. people, I love that, listeners. I love that little hint of mystery. That'll get people to show yeah. up, too. I like it, too. Uh, so, all right, let's back up a step here, buddy. Yeah. Uh, enough of this uh, judging stuff. Uh, <laughs> enough of this awesome judging stuff. You've been right. up to a lot of stuff for a long time, and uh, I think uh, one of the one of the reasons that uh, we asked you to come on the podcast is because of that, but also your passion, enthusiasm uh, for the city. But let's. Uh, why don't you give us some background? Like, what have you been up? What What got you into that kind of role of having that kind of passion for the city? And then, uh, what led you up to this? You know, world famous judgeship. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in the city of Brookfield, and uh, I'd always been fascinated by the city life, uh, Milwaukee specifically. I've lived all over uh, Marquette, Michigan for college. I lived in Madison for a small stint, not related to college. Denver, Colorado was a fun city to live in. But ultimately, I kept finding myself being drawn back to Wisconsin and coming to Milwaukee. Uh, and now I've lived on the east side of Milwaukee for the last five years. When I came back to Milwaukee, one thing that I noticed was big in Denver and a couple other places like was networking events. Uh, so when I got back to Milwaukee, I started looking into it. And one common thing is I, I kind of saw that not a lot of people use social media well to promote their um, events that were coming up. And if they did, it was like the week of or the week before, which didn't give you a lot of time to plan around. Um, so it kind of was an opportunity for me to create my own thing. Um, and anytime I would go to local networking events, anytime I got into a conversation where it was about social media marketing specifically, I got really excited and I enjoyed those conversations. Whereas most networking events are more general and you can't really guarantee that you'll get that kind of a conversation. So I wanted to create something that was specific to that audience. Um, and knowing that, you know, we weren't necessarily going to get 50 people in the first year or so to attend an event like that. But I was okay with it because I really wanted to find like-minded individuals within the city or outside of the city that wanted to come and network on that topic. And it's just kind of evolved. It's been over five years of hosting this. That's crazy. Through hashtag MKE. Hashtag MKE. Mm -hmm. And it comes in a sweet hat too. (laughs) It does. It's all about personal branding. Got to get in front of people. What, where did the name I mean, I know what we're, but like, right. Well, I mean, the, the name in itself says exactly what it is, yeah. but it was like, 
I kept looking at ideas for what to call the group and everything around social was already taken. So like social MKE is already a thing. It's not a networking group, but it's, it's attached to something. So I was like, can't do that. There are a couple other ideas I had, but they were too similar to other things. And then I thought of the word hashtag throwing MKE at the end of it. And I was like, you know, this was this is a good place saver. I can always change it later, and I never did. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's where the best names come from, though. You're like, ah, you know what? I'll, yep. I'll do this as a placeholder, and then it catches yep. on. You're like, you know what? I I came up. I, this is the name. I this is perfect. That's I how, can't imagine changing it at yeah, this point. That's how Adam got his name. Yep. Adam was a good place saver. It's going to be a place yeah, saver. Like we'll name some later. Yep. We'll redo it. I'll do something cool later. <laughs> Do Axel. something cool later. Axel. Axel. Four letters. It starts with an A, but it's <laughs> Axel. Something Daris. a little different, but it's way cooler. Uh, so right, these... now I want to change my name to Axel. You, I'm just going to so call badass. you. Hey, Axel, be quiet That's over your there. Nickname. There you yeah. go. Axel, stop it. Perfect. Uh, caught on pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> So, Adam, have you had the fortune? I mean, uh, I got kind of uh, connected to JMAT and hashtag MKE right uh, a little bit before the pandemic. Have you had a chance, Adam, to get to any of these events? I am like Aladdin and Princess Jasmine on the magic carpet. This is a whole new world for me. Wow. I was wondering what the reference was going to be. Wow. But you sold it for me. Okay, Aladdin. <laughs> you lost your Axel name now. <laughs> and I'm back to Adam. Hey, it's Aladdin now. Aladdin. Okay, <laughs> I made it a or full Jasmine. 35 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they're pretty cool. Uh, from what I uh, have experienced, uh, the, the crowd is... All the crowd is there for some reason or some topic or some theme, and um, it's not just to learn uh, about but that network. theme. Yeah, it, no, it's about how to. Yes, the theme is networking. What can There's I? There's more to it for sure. What can I bring to this event that I can share with other people to help them Ooh, as well? Love yeah. that. So, uh, but Jay, it's a giving you, event. You know it better. How does how does this stuff work? Yeah. I, I may know it a little better. Yeah, slightly. Uh, so roughly, it's it's targeted towards social media enthusiasts is the way we phrase it, uh, and content creators. So if you have some sort of profession or even a hobby or interest in generally social media marketing, or if you're on social media in general and just kind of want to learn more, we're the group for you. But if everything I just said just now does not sound appealing in the least, we're not for you. And that's totally okay because we really want to make sure we are consistently cultivating a group around this topic so that yeah. it doesn't become too broad and too general. Um, we do the topics, which – so the pandemic obviously hit. So it mm-hmm. put everything on ice for a little while. I didn't do the um, virtual events. I did one in April of 2020 just to try it out. Didn't love it. Uh, and the big thing behind the events is I host events that I would want to attend. And I – didn't want to attend virtual events, so I didn't host them. <laughs> um, and then when we decided to come back, uh, I really didn't think we'd be the first ones back in the pandemic. And I think we're one of the first networking communities that was thriving before the pandemic to come back. And my reasoning was State Fair was happening in August of 2021. And then Summerfest was supposed to be in September. And I was like, if those are huge events, People that come to my hashtag events, 
we'll probably want to have something to ramp up to that, not just jump into a massive event. There you go. So hosting hashtag MKE, which at the time prior to the pandemic was bringing 50 to 75 people in per event. I was like, you know what? I think it's safe to bring it back. So July, we started back at Sokolo and we intentionally picked places that had outdoor patios and options that we could be outside. We started implementing uh, color coded name tags. So like if you came to our event and you want to do a fist bump or a high five or whatever, you know, is uh, COVID safe ish uh, or something you're comfortable with, you would put a blue name tag on. If you didn't want to be touched, you'd put a black name tag on. We've had people attend. I would say one out of 10 people that attend currently still wear a mask and we're totally cool. If you want to wear it, if you don't want to wear it, we don't force it. Um, we just kind of monitor what the uh, city's policies are in the moment, sure. and we just kind of go along with that. Uh-huh. And we are bringing back the expert events that Steve was kind of indicating, where we pick a topic and then we invite four local experts that know something about the topic that essentially gives us, one, something to promote for a month as we lead up to the event. And then, two, when you come and attend our event, you know that there's – for people on a given topic that you may be interested in that you can go up to and ask your questions to. And there's no panels, there's no presentations. Again, I don't really love that style of networking event when everything comes to a standstill and we have to then put our attention on who's ever speaking. Mm-hmm. I want to go to events where if I know someone's going to be there, I have questions for them. I want to go up to them. So I've structured it that way. You can just casually network and if the topic doesn't interest you, but you are used to attending our events, you can just show up and network as usual. You know what else they do besides ask questions? What? Buy your drinks. That's true, too. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, Adam. Is that why you go to the event, Steve? Absolutely. <laughs> no. Uh, you just roll up to the party. Anybody want to buy me a drink? It was, it was, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool, because like I said, my experience was... Uh, I was, I was asked as, you know, I think this was the podcast one that I went to March, um, 2020. Yeah. And, um, there it was were, our last in-person event before the pandemic. Dude, that, that's crazy. Now, yeah. I think yeah, it was the week fun. of like, we were like, well, I don't know, should we cancel it? No, let's have no, it. Let's and then the next like, week it was it. like isolation mode. Everything yeah, was shut down right after that. It you was even like, sent, oh, St. Patty's day. Yep. Yeah. Around yep. that area. Yeah. He even sent the note and said, Hey, I'll, you know, it's up to you, but if you're in, we'll still do it. And a few yep. of us said, yeah. I think yeah. I had one person back out that was an expert, but yep. for the most part, everybody showed up. But now, what? At, at the events, uh, uh, just backing up quick. Yeah. Um, at the, you said there are blue name tags and black name tags. Yeah. We just color code it. Cause we've heard of a couple, um, That's so networking smart. events. Yeah. Some, some were doing like three colors where it was like, yeah, handshakes, no nothing. And then kind of in between, I was like, let's get rid of that in between. Yeah, that in between. It's confusing. Yeah, that is too, because you're like, well, now I'm back to I don't know. Yeah. Right. And also, um, in the future events, we should do another color for huggers. <laughs> yeah, I will continue to be the black name tag. It's been great. <laughs> I am not a hugger. And uh, I've had people that haven't come to events in a while that are huggers. And it's very quickly, I put my fist against their chest. And I'm like, hey, man. Not looking for a hug here. Is it because of the pandemic? <laughs> no, no, but pandemic no, is just a not a hugger. Yep. Just not a hugger. No, thank you. I, uh, that's great. I accidentally. See, that's why we, that's why us huggers need, I know, need those name tags. I know. Uh, Cause I, I just want to hug everybody. I do too. Uh, and I, I have a friend who's not a hugger and I accidentally hugged her the last time I saw her. Ooh. I know. And then I realized have you it. Since? Yeah. I realized it like a couple days later and I sent her a message. That's nice. I'm like, I'm really sorry about that. I just, I didn't, I didn't see a name tag. 
I know. I get it though. It's the it's it's a lot. I miss you. you. Well, yeah, because I mean, if we may be so bold, when you hug somebody, you kind of smell them. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, it's purpose. It just happens. Yeah, because you have to breathe. Yeah, you you breathe. I mean, you don't have to, but I mean, you should. I do. I don't hold my breath (laughs) when I hug. You could definitely visibly hold your breath. Yeah, and then go in for the and your nose like you're going underwater. You go do a one arm hug. Let's do a hug. Let's do it. <laughs> so, J Matt, you mentioned uh, Zocalo, but where do these these things uh, same place every time? They move around. What's the story? Uh, so, we do it the second Thursday of the month, six to eight p.m., and it's a different location within the city of Milwaukee. The big thing is, I like to show off the city, really. Um, yeah. And as much as I do love the downtown Milwaukee locations, it is difficult to park, and that says something because I usually don't have a hard time parking. Uh, I know a lot of people do though and i don't want to stress people out mm-hmm. i've had people that said you know i looked for a parking spot for 20 minutes i really wanted to come to an event i almost decided not to then i found a spot and now i'm here i'm like mm-hmm. oh great so you never know who intended to come that just got frustrated and like this and event is get it out yeah so mm-hmm. we try to change it up go to walker's point bayview downtown river west east side wherever cool for newcomers what's some um some key advice that you would give them you know, showing because I mean, yeah. either people are wildly out of practice because we haven't been doing this for a long time, right? Or there's people who are just have come to the city during the pandemic and and they're like, I need to meet some new people. I want, and social media is kind of my jam. Yeah, I, I should <laughs> go to this. But I, you, it kind of explained that perfectly in that the warm welcome, the what's your topic? Here's a great person to talk to about it introducing people to other people love that i love yeah. that he's that a good style of networking for sure yeah i love that style of networking it makes people feel so at ease it takes all the weight off of basically cold calling you yep. know walking yeah. up to people and be like hello <laughs> i've always mm. been at the welcome table for all of my events and even at like year three um i had people come up to me and like yeah when are you gonna have somebody else be up here and you can be a part of the event and i was like Literally never. Like these events aren't for me. As much as like I make events around my own interests, it's because I secretly hope someone will attend my event, like the concept so much that they take it and do it on their own. And then I can attend their event. Nice. Uh, but it's it's really important for me to kind of vet new people and kind of say, hey, this is what we're about. Um, and this is how we make you feel at ease. And we encourage you to come back. Um, but I... I don't want to say I don't trust anyone else to do it, but it's like, you know, there's that personal touch that I think helps bring people back. I've gone to other people's networking events and you can never get the time of the host. Uh, and mm-hmm. they're kind of off to their own. And it's like, well, I mean, that's fine, but I just want to talk to the people that are running the show. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you feel like the um, having the host there at the welcome table there's something about the peace of mind knowing that it's not just a, a phantom creature that set this all up and went, now network. No, yes. Right. yes. Get your Good. business cards out. Good. Yeah. You know, there's something There's something about that. And you're taking ownership of the event and by yeah. being there. Plus, that's I get really to find fun. out how people heard about the event. And that's mm-hmm. huge, sure. too. I was I've just going to say, and there's like that selfish thing, yeah. too, yeah. there. I've been using Eventbrite since day one, and I still use it. And I would say every event has had at least one person say, oh, I found you on Eventbrite. And I was like, yes, still <laughs> oh, useful cool. yeah. to this day. They, they do awesome. an okay job doing that, yeah. So 
besides hashtag MKE, what is brand JMAT known for? Yeah, uh, still several more things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been doing the 22 push-up challenge for the last 1,895 days in a row. I'll double check later. That's just a few uh, days. It's just like over five years. Yeah, right. Honestly, it's it coincides with the anniversary of hashtag MKE. It wasn't intentional, but I think I've been doing the push-up challenge for like a week or two longer than hashtag MKE's first events anniversary. Oh, wow. So it's kind of easy to remember where I'm at with both. But essentially, if no one's... if if you're listening to the podcast and you're not sure what this is, uh, essentially it started as 22 push-ups a day uh, for 22 days in a row to spread awareness of the 22 combat veterans that die by suicide every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I say it so casually because it's been five years of this. Um, and I know someone listening to that is like, wow, that's a big statistic. Um, a 2019 study kind of showed it was dropped down to, I think, 17 is the average. I think they changed some of the data points too, but it's around 17 a day, which is still that's super a, high. Yeah, still yeah. 17 too many a day. Yeah, exactly. And what I do, I've had people comment that like pushups does a, doesn't stop suicides and that's true. But what I do in all of my posts is I include resources like the national suicide prevention lifeline of 1-800-273-8255, or people can text the word hello to seven four one seven four one for the crisis text line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about getting the resources out there. It's showing, uh, it's normalizing it to the point where it's like, I talk about it daily. So if you follow me or you know me, you probably know about the challenge. And I've had friends and even complete strangers DM me and just ask me for advice or what they can do or that they know somebody that's struggling and they want to be a good uh, support system for that person. So it's, it's, turned me into a mental health advocate over the last five years, which I'm totally fine with and I like it. Um, But what I ended up getting out of it was uh, I'm somebody that struggles with their own mental health Mm -hmm. and I've struggled with suicidal ideation, but I'm not a veteran myself. So it was more so pulled into suicide prevention than it was the veteran cause. And not to say like, not to bring that fact down by any means it's still very important and that's why the challenge exists but i was personally impacted by the cause Mm -hmm. uh beyond the veteran aspect of it and that's why i've continued with it sure that's great wow that's uh, very admirable i immediately considered doing it myself well as you were talking about it take it and then i was like oh god can i even do 22 (laughs) push-ups at one time You'd be surprised if you go if you go a little faster. It's easier. Like people will think, "Oh, fast is speed," and I don't think so. But if you go slow, you're working the muscles more. So if you go a little Shay. quicker, you can get it done. Uh, when I can start to go slower, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe you when can. When I first you can, started the push-up challenge, uh, <laughs> I could only do 17 in a row. And the, like the first video, if you look back, I struggled to get to 22. I did it, but it was a it was really difficult. Sure. And you've been doing them. All around Milwaukee, too, right? Yep. Literally anywhere I'm at. He drops down, does it. For the 22, yeah. I've kind of learned a long time. Because, like, I know social media marketing. uh, I do it to Instagram every day. And I know if I did it from my apartment, which is what some people that do the challenge that have continued uh, do. They just do it from the same location. But that gets a little boring. So Mm -hmm. I've had people come up to me and they're like, yeah, I follow your challenge. And I'm always curious where you're at today. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, if that's what brings you in yeah, to actually no check for the post every day, that's great. Then do it, yeah. Middle of the a busy mall. Yeah. 
in the middle Waiting of state fair pre-pandemic yeah. when yeah. it was hot out and there was people all around <laughs> did it there yeah absolutely in the gravel face into yeah. a cream puff <laughs> i've done them with uh artists at Summerfest. dv Oki was one that yeah, we kind I, of yeah. ambushed I and surprised I saw that. Yeah. Awesome. and he couldn't say no so yeah it worked in my favor <laughs> um it. so i got a rapid fire okay it's a random night you can only hit one place up what's one of your faves uh, I mean, it's cause I'm friends with pretty much everyone that works there, but lost whale. Oh, nice. Oh can't, yeah. Can't complain about that. Good bourbon location. selection too. Yeah. They have good craft cocktails. Yeah. And cool. for those that don't drink, they have a great mocktail menu. So you can go, you can be social with your friends, but not be pressured into drinking alcohol. If that's not something you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Rock on. J Matt, what else do we need to know? I mean, what else is, do you, I was going to ask, you know, why is hashtag MKE important to the city? But I, I what yeah. else are you up to? Because I think everything you're doing is important for the city, including this wild uh, adventure you're going to go on as a judge of this contest. But mm-hmm. what else is happening that um, it, that l- listeners should know about? Yeah, the, the reason why Red Bull even contacted me is because uh, I've been doing a lot of Milwaukee-specific content on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I, since July, so before the pandemic, I was on the air for Kiss FM. I was on Monday through Friday, 10 to 2, and I covered a lot of like local content, what's going on in the city and coming up with that's like contents and blogs and lists and all that sort of stuff. So when April 2nd, 2020 hit and uh, they let go of like a, a third of their staff, including myself, I found myself in this awkward position where it's like I continued wanting to talk about the city and promoting the city, but I didn't really know where to go with that. I mean, I had my social followings and whatnot, and it wasn't anything significant by any means. It's like a couple thousand here and there. Um, so over a trial and error and trying to keep that creativity going while I was looking for work, I kind of invested a little bit more time into TikTok and creating there. And in July, I accidentally stumbled across the power of making City of Milwaukee content. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had posted something about the Milwaukee Pirate Barge, and that got 5.3 million views. And there were a lot of people commenting about like how they're from Milwaukee or used to live in Milwaukee or had love for Milwaukee. And I was like, oh, well, there's a common theme here. It's clearly Milwaukee. Why sure. don't I do more mm-hmm. content around the city? And for a while, I would say over a year, I was doing daily content. Uh, I've probably done over 300 City of Milwaukee videos, anything from like five places that you can go get barbecue to here are five free activities you can do, three date ideas in the City of Milwaukee, um, and a series that I've been running for 60 weeks in a row where I just let people come into the comments and tell me where in the City of Milwaukee I should check out. And it doesn't have to even be food related, but it often tends to be food just because it's the easiest thing to suggest. Sure. Um, so it's just focused on city of Milwaukee and in doing so I've, I've, uh, gotten to about 170,000 followers. Nice. So congrats. Red man. Bull kind of reached. Thanks. Red Bull reached out to me cause they want me to make TikToks to help promote it specifically to get Southeastern Wisconsin aware that this event is going on. Yeah. Perfect. I think I remember, and I just looked it up to confirm. Um, I saw you on TikTok. It was for the giant mozzarella stick. Oh, yeah. In Stalis. <laughs> yep. That one got me, I think, 750,000 views. I just, uh, can, can you quickly describe so they're, they're called the light, lightning stick. rods. It, they're like a yeah. foot long. It's, it's very thick in the breading, but essentially it's a, a foot long 
mozzarella stick. You crack that thing open and it oozes with cheese. And you could try to sit, <laughs> eat that in one sitting, but you no really way. shouldn't. Yeah, no. That's a lot of cheese. It would discourage There's going to be a lot of behavior. Yeah, with a friend. A lot of activities yeah. going on after that. Yep, yep. Yeah. Cool. Oh so God. you mentioned, uh, you know, the socials and the event brights and stuff, but um, yeah. uh, people just search up hashtag M key. They're going to find you. Yeah. If you yeah. search the word hashtag, I was just going to say, write out hashtag. Yeah. MKE. Yeah. The word hashtag MKE, you'll find our website where we have merch now um, with the TikTok kind of blowing up. I was like, Oh, a lot of people are making merch. So I'll do the same. Yeah. Uh, and then it like lists our events. We also do not as much as I'd like to just cause you know, I just don't have the time. Uh, but I try to put in content around like 10 places you can go for Mexican food, 10 places you can go, uh, to support local and 10 places for this and all that sort of thing. Nice. Uh, collabing with others, all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah. Cool. This was fun. Collabing with others, including the experience Milwaukee. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, J-Matt, thank you. Uh, we're going to be in touch for a lot of reasons. And uh, Adam, thank yeah. you too. Hey, glad to be here. Uh, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, cool. Well, Adam. Well, you, Steve. You know. And now, Milwaukee's own Black Belt Beer.